city of big shoulders, right? Yeah, city of something. City of something. Mike, happy Saturday, man. Wow. Uh, Didn't think we would be doing this. Uh, this is the fastest, most last-minute show we've ever thrown together. Oh, yeah. Literally just decided, what, 10 minutes ago? That was crazy. <laughs> well, I was hanging out in the yard. We had just finished uh, eating a little food, and, you know, the clouds were rolling in. They were clouds eating like crazy today. And so, you know, the sun was disappearing, and I saw you had texted me, and I... Uh, I was doing yard work literally all day today. Uh, it was it was nuts, and so I, I said, "Hey, you know, maybe maybe we got a little time to squeeze one in since I'm going on this incredible vacation to Baltimore next weekend." So, well, hey, you know, only one thing to say to that. Damn, it didn't work. Oh, I was hoping for. And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, so we uh, had this idea rolling around for some time, and uh, we've been kind of, you know, we we have the docket that we uh, plan out every show, and the docket usually has about, what, six to eight clips or so that I've prepared. We typically get through about three of them an episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know. The The list just keeps getting longer and longer. The list is insane. And so, um, I'm trying to, oh, now I can't find anything. This is unreal. Uh, but yeah, the list is nuts now. And so. And I was looking at my list. Did we ever, did I ever do the, uh, immigration democracy now clip? Which one was this? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like maybe. Yeah. Did we talk about it? Well, what was the immigration thing? Uh, they were, they, uh, they talk, this is like the new thing where like, now they're talking about how Biden and them are, are keeping people out in the heat. Oh, because we have the the most catastrophic uh, heat wave of all time happening, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I've been seeing stuff here. I'm not kidding. Uh, we've had the coolest, wettest summer in the history of weather keeping statistics in Colorado. And right before we went live on our local Fox affiliate station, they did a segment on how... Uh, people need to beware because they could burn themselves on the sidewalks. Dude, they fucking, all they talked about was this yesterday was going to be the hottest day on record ever in Chicago. Hottest day. And then, like, it just gave people an excuse to pretend like it was hotter than it was, dude. It was not that bad. There was a, there was a nice cool breeze. <laughs> yes. About 91, 92. It's summer. It's July. It has been a very mild and beautiful summer, to be totally oh, honest. Don't you guys remember the saying, the dog days of summer? <laughs> That's right. Dude. That used to just be like, well, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, man. That's what this is. Uh, yeah. So what do you got then? Yeah, let's throw down. Uh, I imagine this? it's got to be climate change, heat related, racism, probably the uh, whole game. Oh, it's everything in one. And you know spectrum. what, Frank? You know, you know it just it, it comes down to one thing, Frank. There's good people and bad people in this world. And the good people. They just don't have anybody to vote for. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the sort of statement and response that we would expect from CBP. It's 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 fairly boilerplate. I think the the biggest unanswered question here right now is how is it that a multi-billion dollar agency, CBP, receives more funding traditionally than ATF, FBI, DEA combined? How is it that this agency does not have the resources to handle uh, the arrival of migrants that is 
totally predictable. I mean, this happens multiple times a year. It's been happening for years. And yet uh, what we're seeing is a reaction that that is what you would expect from somebody who's seen this for the first time. So this is a very well-funded agency, and yet they're telling us that they don't have enough resources to avoid putting people outside um, in a historic and deadly heat wave. So in Texas, you have the Republican Governor Abbott. In Arizona, you have the Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs. Um, when it comes to the border and treatment of immigrants, does it matter whether it's a Democratic or Republican governor? I mean, I think if you look at the events on the ground and how things shake out, we've seen over, you know, administration after administration, Democrats and Republicans, the core elements remain the same. The U.S strategy on the border is funneling flows of migrants into the most remote and deadly stretches of the desert. Um, and this particular area that we're discussing today in, in the sort of west desert of southern Arizona has turned into an absolute graveyard as a result of that bipartisan policy. So the answer is, no, it doesn't matter who. <laughs> <laughs> like, like after, to, after like, Two more proddings of uh, Amy Goodman. The lady then goes on to say, uh, the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans, though the policies are the same and the effects on the people are exactly the same, the Democrats are doing it from a place of compassion. That's right, man. From the heart. (laughs) (laughs) So they lock you in this hot cage in the summer heat in Arizona. Frank, just know. They did it with the utmost compassion. Yes. They, well, they weren't being racist while they did it, right? That's not a racist cage at all. It was a racist cage when Trump was president, for uh, sure. Yes, that's why we had to send down AOC in the white pantsuit, and she had to cry in front of the cages and do the whole debacle. And then we voted for Biden, and now it's a non-racist cage. <laughs> that's oh, right. Guys, what don't you get? <laughs> now it's not racist. If it was racist, AOC would be there. It's not. It's not racist. You don't get it, and I love how they like this. This new talking point is uh, the CG, You heard it there. This the, the uh, border patrol. They have bigger funding than the FBI, the ATF. The, yeah, all those other agencies. They arrest a hundred people a year. <laughs> right. These guys are these guys are handling a million people crossing a two thousand mile border. Yeah, and I think they're they're getting what a thousand a day at this point, streaming through that border <laughs> area. Pretty outrageous. It's an insane number. Um, I do have a uh, lost clip to go along with yours, actually, which is Ooh, kind I of interesting. Uh, Migrant-based, uh, which is uh, it's fairly recent. We didn't get to it. The Texas buoys. Oh, my God. So funny. Are you familiar with the Texas buoys, man? It's from love, like last I week, it. I think, I even, it. or a few days ago. But we, we didn't hit on it uh, because we had to talk about, you know, Bronny James and Amy Schumer. So uh, the Texas buoys were all over for five seconds and everybody forgot about it. But Amy Goodman did a big chunk on it. And I don't think I have a Democracy Now! Uh, clip. I, I don't really know who is behind this one, but uh, th- this is kind of... Uh, I, I loved it because you had pol- you had Democratic politicians talking about how like they're interfering with the migration of fish <laughs> right. on the ribs. What the fuck you guys think? Do your fucking job! You're, the border is, your, is literally your job. But it is, it, it is under the purview of your fucking job. If I go on to Indeed and I look under Senator or House of Representatives, one of the job descriptions... Is is the border? That's right. Yeah, and uh, it's funny, just like what you just played for us. You know, like 
If the Democrats do it, they're being compassionate. If the Republicans do it, they're being racist. So these are racist buoys, right? We're, we're, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, they were racist on the Texas side of the border. On the Arizona right. side, they were very compassionate razor wire buoys, right? That's right, man. These were razor wire buoys with hearts of gold. Texas you know? has these regions on the Rio Grande where people are able to swim across, and they set up these giant buoys that make it impossible and so they have to stream the migrants end up streaming in one direction which leads them to uh like a barbed wire fence area uh the the message being sent is you're not welcome yeah don't come in don't come in yeah that's the it's the message is loud and clear so here uh we got the texas buoys uh racist of course Meantime, back here in the U.S. tonight and oh. to the scene at the southern border, the <laughs> Justice Department just a yeah, short man. time ago now suing Texas after Governor Saturday Brett night with refused Dave. to remove the 1,000-foot-long floating barrier across the Rio Grande, forcing migrants into deeper water and then through razor wire along the banks of the river. Well, Governor Abbott is now telling President Biden tonight, and all of this as the number of migrant crossings are now actually down 30% since May. ABC's Maria Villarreal. I mean, great. Governor Abbott should just be like, hey, listen, I'm trying to help out New York. Yes, I'm doing it for New my New York man. City is closed. <laughs> there is no more room in New York City. <laughs> we have no more room. <laughs> there is no vacancy in New York City. <laughs> clip of the century right there. Definitely <laughs> clip of the year. Like, New York City Eric lost Adams. the most population out of any place in America. <laughs> lost the most over the last three years. There's no more room. They're out of room. It's literally like the world <laughs> definition. It's like literally just a rat hive of humans. <laughs> you could fit as many humans as you want. A limitless amount of humans could fit on that fucking island. <laughs> oh man, Greg Abbott just needs to put stickers on these uh boy uh I can't even say the word. On these uh the buoys. The buoys. He's got to put bumper stickers on there that say uh this way to New York, right? And just points them. <laughs> points them north and east. I thought you were just going to say I'm with her. I'm with her stickers on there. I know they got a bunch left over. And then you can just claim that they're democrat. Then everybody'll know these are compassionate buoys. <laughs> You know, the problem is these buoys were red. Right, yeah. So they were mm. clearly Republican. MAGA. Mm. MAGA Very buoys. Very close to MAGA. Very <laughs> close to MAGA. <laughs> Tonight, the Department of Justice following through with their threat to sue the state of Texas for installing this 1,000-foot buoy. The DOJ, by the way, this week let... Sam Bankman Freed just basically walk. Walk away. For, I Dude, I can't. I, for nothing. But they're going after Texas for their buoys. Oh, oh, what's that? They just found him. He suicided himself with four shotgun shells <laughs> to the face. He shot himself in the face four times and hung himself from a bridge. <laughs> Dude, you know he's going to be. He's dead. Come yeah, on. He's a dead man walking. Absolutely. Uh, or, yeah. or he's way in deeper than we understand and you know he's got the folks who run the universities and you know i mean he was funneling dough in and out of ukraine there don't get any cars made after 2014 buddy <laughs> that's right <laughs> the accelerator's gonna go it's gonna get a mind of its own and then uh you'll be Anne haste in no time there's no doubt about oh, it man they killed i Anne can't Hitch, believe right? they let him go well, you know what happened is they had to divert those resources to the real criminals. Trump? 
<laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> this is one of the more corrupt DOJs in the history of America. There's, there's no doubt. This, this, they're doing some crooked shit, man. Is it just there's a giant spotlight on it? Or they, yeah, I, mean, maybe. I think now it's just that they're doing shit that's so obvious. Yeah, they're not it's hiding it. They're doing it in our face and bragging. COVID gave them the confidence that, like, okay, the media's on, on our side. We can control any narrative we want. I listened to a podcast. Uh, they were interviewing some CIA folk. Might have been on the No Agenda show. Um, and these CIA people were talking about how right now it's the best time for CIA agents, they're having you know the easiest time kind of getting away with their covert ops and all the weird shit that they do because everybody is so hyper-distracted and laser-focused on their cell phone. <laughs> I believe it. So like you, you uh, could do stuff in, in broad daylight right in front of people, and they just don't even know what's happening. Uh, I used to say that about smoking weed. Yeah, I still do but that you- with smoking weed. I don't, I don't really smoke weed. I do the, the vape now, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm old school, man. Yeah, I'm gay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to say about it all the time. Like, if you just do it, nobody will even notice. I think that's what the CIA and uh, three-letter agency are up to. You know, they just do it right in front of our face. And now, you know, even just with media and on TV and in the camera, I mean, did you see Mitch McConnell... Right before he froze, uh, he got tapped on the hand by some lady there. She, like, stung him with some weird, you know, frozen <laughs> juice. It's all over the internet, man. Yeah, everyone's, like, freeze-framing this moment where she taps Mitch on the hand in a weird way, and then he just goes frozen for 19 seconds. Was it Uma Thurman? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. No, it was this weird lady. Call that... back to poison. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, the the worst Batman movie of all time. <laughs> the best Batman of all time. It's the best because it's George Clooney and he whips out the Batman credit card in a scene, if anyone remembers. Oh, that is hilarious. Yes, yeah. he's got a bat, bat card. And yes. it has Arnold. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, Arnold. I mean, probably the top of the hill for absurd, you know, ridiculous, over-the-top, non-cartoonish, weirdly homo- <laughs> homosexualized, you know? Think about the writers, man. And you guys went on strike. Give us that garbage. Well, you know, later on, like years later, they interviewed Clooney about the Batman role and how it- it's known and considered amongst many to be one of the worst Batman uh, flicks. And Clooney claims that when he read the script and, you know, took on the role, he believed that Batman was a homosexual. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, only a homosexual would think that. <laughs> That's right, dude. You know, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Man, so Clooney, uh, homosexual dude, played Batman as a gay fella. <laughs> Look, glad we got that out of the way. This is why we never got to Texas buoys. This is how interesting it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot I was supposed to be outraged. We're Very talk- racist. We're talking Clooney barrier to deter migrants from crossing. 
The lawsuit claiming Texas flouted federal law when it did not seek authorization from the Army Corps of Engineers prior to installing the floating barrier and demanding mm. it be removed they make from it the not Red racist? River. Texas Governor Greg oh, Abbott racist. refusing to remove the barrier, arguing in a letter sent to President Biden this morning, the state has the constitutional right and sovereign interest in protecting its borders, writing... Texas will see you in court, Mr. President. Yeah. We believe we have the right to do so, and we will take this lawsuit all the way to the United States Supreme Court. The White House responding to that letter moments before the lawsuit was filed. Instead of coming to the table and trying to figure out a way to work together, uh, he continues to do this really uh, cruel, uh, unjust, inhumane uh, ways of moving forward. Border crossings were already down more than 30% before the barrier was installed. And since Title 42 expired and the Biden administration put stricter restrictions in place, the red buoy blockade placed in a shallow area of the river where it's easier to cross, forcing migrants to navigate deeper waters and later crawl through razor wire. The issue coming. I love how they like phrase this. It's forcing migrants. Are you talking talk about the illegal immigrants who are trying to cross our border illegally? We have no idea who they are, what they're bringing in. Yeah, look, I mean, they're drug dealers, they're rape rapists, some, I assume, are good people, but I mean, you know, we don't really know who's coming through this border, man. They you haven't know been what? vetted. Frank, just on a hunch, I looked up a uh, live camera view of the Hudson River. Oh, yeah. They stole the buoys. That's why they made it illegal in, New in, in, in Texas, so they could give it to Eric Adams in New York. New York has no more room. There's no vacancy <laughs> in New York. No more room. <laughs> Statue of Liberty put down the torch. No vacancy. No vacancy. So speaking of torches, you know, the they're going to have the Olympics next year in Paris. And they just had like a year of turmoil and protesting there. So they have to clean it all up. And there was this whole article about how they're cleaning it up. But then they had a sub-article in the Associated Press about how this year's torch is, like, eco-friendly and, like, aeronomically designed to, like, be eco-friendlier. It, it was it was the stupidest Maybe. article I've ever read. I don't know. I don't know. Mean? It's going to be, like, zero exhaust. Like, it's going to be a flame, but That's not a real flame. It's going to be fucking made on construction paper. <laughs> Fucking you know, they made it out of actually those shitty straws, that the paper straws that they give you now in all the uh, bars, right, that disintegrates in the drink. That's what they made dude, it out of. Dude, I wanted to clip it, but it's, like, not really uh, – it's a video thing. You got to look it up, though. Uh, you know those, like, stop oil people that dress in orange and paint them – or they glue themselves to the Yeah, the they have a loose affiliation with the Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. They, uh, they, love, they love interrupting anything that has to do with oil or anything, parades, right. you know? They yes. love it. Uh, so what, these, what some people have been doing is protesting the protesters. So there was like a oil, stop oil. They were doing this big like speech thing, this get together. And these people walked in with orange balloons. So the stop oil people thought it was like for them. But they taped an alarm to it and then released it, so it floated to the top of the auditorium, and the <laughs> alarm was just going off. You couldn't hear anything anybody was saying. <laughs> I uh, I saw the clip. Yeah, it was very funny, actually. <laughs> Wasn't <Yes>. that hilarious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's nice to uh, uh, you know, turn the tables a little bit. <clears throat> oh, I love it. 
Well, man, I mean, the... it would have been better if they went outside and barricaded all their cars in the parking lot. <laughs> That's right. Or glued the cars to the cement. That would have been a <laughs> good move. <laughs> That's a... That's a good idea, but please don't do it, people. It's very cruel. <laughs> you ever do the grease on the windshield? No, no, uh, but that sounds terrible. It's a, it's, it's a mechanic trick. You put grease on the windshield wiper. Wow. And then you put one like little grease spot right where the driver will see it. That's right. So, so that he turns on the windshield wiper. And when he does, it smears the grease. Oh, man, that's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, man, it's really hard to get off to, yeah. Speaking of dirty and scams and, and the environment, honestly, uh, we do have a, <clears throat> a, a lost uh, oldie but goodie that we never got to, which is the recycling scam, something that I'm actually pretty uh, fascinated about, and uh, I, I've done a, a bit of research myself <clears throat> in recycling. I don't know if you know anything about recycling, and I'm not too familiar with Chicago, you know, Trash and recycling. Been a scam for years. It, it's <clears throat> never been a thing that's actually real. Uh, it, it's just total baloney. And uh, we got one from uh, this is uh, wow, episode two hundred two, Mike. This is a while back here. We got the recycling scam, my man. Over the past six months, ABC News has been investigating how plastic bags are recycled in America. And months later, late at night, it led us here, the oldest incinerators in the country resulting this morning in Walmart and Target being dropped from a national online directory of plastic bag and film recycling until the directory can confirm the bags are being recycled and not landfilled or incinerated. In December, ABC News teamed up with nine of our affiliates and owned stations, depositing 46 trackers at bins labeled for plastic bag recycling at Walmart and Target stores across the country. Each tracking device was super glued into one bag, then wrapped in several layers of plastic bags. I got four, five. Our team's fanning out across 10 states, dropping them off at stores with bins labeled for plastic bag recycling. This is Northside Walmart uh, here in Austin. All these resources to investigate plastic bags, but nobody wants to talk about these underage hookers uh, Hunter Biden was banging overseas that were probably, you know, spies for China. You know, we're not going to talk about the crack or the hookers. No, no, no. I don't even care about Hunter. Nobody wants to investigate why they let go, why they let Bankman Freed go. <laughs> no, nobody cares that Epstein died or didn't die. You know what I mean? Like, no, you guys really do <laughs> no time, no resources were available to investigate any of those things. Caviezel spends $20 million making a movie that exposes Hollywood as a giant pedophile ring. <laughs> and what's the news of the day on the movie? Ah, it's doing great in the box office. But that's not the story. The story is not how good it's doing in the box office. This isn't The Lion King. It's, it's a, Hollywood's a pedophile ring. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we got all these resources, Mike. This is ABC News, NBC News. <laughs> Who cares? They're they're doing some investigative they're, journalism, man. Uh, they're on it. They're on top. Stores work with third parties to pick up the bags. We traveled coast to coast from incinerators. <laughs> you guys know we like, like supported a war, funded a it, and now there's like the greatest famine ever in Sudan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to go check that out. <laughs> You're worried about these bags? Yeah, this is really uh, this like, is really the these guys existential went, crisis. They went coast to coast, it. man. Coast to coast to track oh. down these plastic bags, dude. Jesus Christ. Come on. Blowtorch. To landfills 
plastics and things like that. That's not what our facility is made this for. This is 10 people Washington, with communications See, I hope you understand my frustration. Oh, I do. The trackers pinging whenever a mobile phone or digital device was near. Of the 46 trackers, many ended up in landfills or incinerators, and only four of them ended up in facilities involved with recycling plastic bags. <laughs> Three others were shipped to the other side of the world to Southeast Asia. How much of what people think is being recycled actually ends up here at an incinerator? Globally, 9%. the amount of resources that we're able to recover across the whole globe right now is sitting at around 9%. How much do people think that they're recycling? I think they think it's a lot more. We asked the American Chemistry Council, which introduced the plastic bag and film recycling program a decade ago as a way to help reduce plastic waste, about how few of the bags actually made it to a potential recycler. Is the plastic drop-off recycling program at retailers, is that working? It doesn't work to the scale that we want. In a statement, Target said they're committed to looking at our processes to improve our recycling efforts. And Walmart said it's pursuing initiatives to reduce the use of single-use plastic, including plastic bags. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good work, fellas. I'm glad you guys took all that time, spent all that money, dedicated <laughs> all those resources to finding out where a bunch of plastic bags traveled around the country. Wonderful. You could have literally just stuff. taken all that money, bus sandwiches, handed out to homeless people. You would have done better for the world. <laughs> yes, man. There with your stupid report. Or you couldn't, like, attach a couple of these trackers to, let's say, some kids and see where they end up getting trafficked to and then, like, bust the island that they're caught at? All you gotta do is ask a landscaper you wanna know where those bags are. Fuck, they end up in the same place I'm dumping your grass. I see the fuck. I see the guy with the truck. I see the giant recycling truck right next to the giant garbage truck right next to my landscaping truck. Yes. We're all dumping it into the same pile. And what's the real deal here when it comes to recycling and trash and dumps? It's run by the mob. This mafioso, man. They're cutting corners and burying bodies and doing all sorts of shady stuff. Like, the, the plastic bags are the least of everyone's worries in these dumps, let me tell you that. Oh, it's a giant cash industry. It's so it's all mob. It's yes, all mob. it's pure mafia, man. Like the, I'm <laughs> sure it's the same in every city, but in Chicago, any recycling contract has the stipulation in it that you will recycle if it's cheaper to recycle than to just landfill or incinerate it. And it's always cheaper to put it in a landfill or incinerate it. Yes. So, you know. Yeah, that's what they, all these... Even the mega corporations, Target, Walmart, all these places incinerate their stuff. I knew a dude who worked at Target 20 years ago, told me they just have a giant incinerator out back, and they just burn shit that doesn't sell after a few months. Yeah, or they crush it. Yeah, yeah, ex yeah. yes, they compound Compact it into like, into like a cube, you know? Yeah, it's a, they all do it, you have to. Yeah, it's part of the whole scam, right? You have to count it off as loss and all this nonsense. It's, you know, it's, it's just about being able to order more stuff and line more pockets up at the top of the ladder. You know, everybody just, uh, you know, everybody makes theirs. And in the meantime, we have places incinerating perfectly good merchandise, clothing that could go on the homeless, toys that could go to the kids at the orphanages. But no, no, we got to incinerate it because it's, it's all about the bottom line. Yeah, fuck it. It's crazy. That's how you know we can't last. It's too much. We have too much waste, too much excess. 
No, dude, Nona told me a story yesterday about her when she was a little girl. Oh, yeah. Blew my fucking mind. She said, uh, she was like, uh, 14, 13 or 14. Her dad was in the hospital. I guess he fell. He had to go to the hospital. Fell, had a concussion, whatever. So her and her cousin were walking to the hospital. And they, uh, somebody was selling fresh fruit from a, on a stand on the side of the road. Yeah. They put together their money. They had never had one before. So they put all their money together and bought a banana. Wow. <laughs> and they split it. They cut it in half. And they each had half of the banana. And she said it was, it was amazing. She still remembers eating the banana. It was the first time she ever had one. Wow. You know? Isn't that incredible? Yeah, what and, a magical the, moment, honestly. You could remember it for 80 were, years. You remembered it forever. But then we talked about how, like, now, kids, they have everything and they just don't care. It's, too, it's just, it's too much. Now it's, like, expected that I'm a kid. It's, as a kid, it's expected that I'm going to have my own room, a TV, a computer, my own f- cell phone, you know? Yeah. It's, it's insane. Oh, you're right on the money. You have all this abundance, and it's at the tip of your fingers, not just in food either, man. I mean, you can get the Grubhub delivered there. Uh, you can just sit on the couch. You got the porn on the phone. You got the video game on the giant TV screen or the multi-screen system. You could even be so hyper-plugged in. You got the 3D goggles. What's that new? What did Apple come out with, that ridiculous gizmo that straps to your face? Oh, I didn't see that. One. Apple glasses, like the, uh, goggles, Oculus, or whatever. Apple just released like these new goggles. That they're you know they're 3D augmented reality goggles where you can see through them. You know you can see what's going on around you, but you can also be in you know engaging in some sort of um, non sub alter reality. Apple needs to spend all of its money on trying to bring people back from the dead. So that they can get Steve Jobs back here and come up with a new fucking product. Wow, they probably already have that with AI on some level. I can only imagine. Why they're going into AI. (laughs) Yes.